Okay, so welcome to anybody who's in the chat. We are now live with the 16th episode of Temple of Elemental Evil. Um, last episode, which was a little while back, uh, went absolutely crazy. Um, Marn, I think, was it last session that, that the uh, the creature talked to you? Um, the, it the was. One, it was, yeah. So we, I think we started off with that. Um, and then things just got much worse from there. Um, as you went over, you killed some people who were heading for Nulb, um, who you believed were probably going there to recruit or perhaps kidnap some people for their cause, um, or sacrifice. And then you went into the dungeon itself, um, you got completely sandwiched by like 16 skeletons, uh, and barely escaped. It, it came very close to, uh, to death there, um. <laughs> And then uh, you went and dealt with some guards who you were able to sort of tell them to just, like, go away. And you were able to use your nice little diplomatic foci uh, to sort of get out of that one. But then you went down to the second level, and in the immediate room on the right, there was a Hydra waiting for you, uh, which could not hit to save its life, um, <laughs> very luckily. Um, and that was just right before you then got charged by two trolls who seem to be bringing some sort of tribute to some sort of chieftain of theirs. Uh, and then you decide to just book it and get out of there very, very intelligently as you guys were getting absolutely just battered left and right. So I think um, that's pretty much where we left off. Uh, you guys head back to Homlet. Um, we are going to just sort of go to like the next day. Um, you guys get yourselves healed up. The... Thankfully, there wasn't too much healing done, so I think most of your hirelings um, have their system strain back up to topped up, but Elmo still needs another day to get his, get his system yeah. strain topped up. Um, Naomi's almost done her studies with uh, with Jeru. She'll probably be done in two days or so, and then she'll probably be good to go. And yeah, so we'll just get started here. Um, it's the next morning. You are definitely feeling sore um after the battering from yesterday um you also know that the creature told you or the creature earlier showed you um that in the next coming days it seems like they the temple mm. is sending out people to round up you know um perhaps more recruits also grab some prisoners for sacrifice and all sorts of horrible heinous stuff um so yeah so I think Griff is going to head on over to Turgeon. He wants to get his wounds seen to. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's also got a favor to ask. Sounds good. Yep. So you uh, you head over to the northwest towards uh, Turgeon's church. Um, he seems to be just doing a, a ceremony today. Um, you sort of wait patiently for the ceremony to wrap up. And may the uh, peasants and farmers in the area uh, who are here uh, finally filter out after probably about maybe 30 minutes. You seem to be coming to like the, I'd say the tail end. After yesterday, you kind of slept in just a little bit, uh, just getting, getting some strength back. You uh, felt like you got hit by a truck. <laughs> and um, yeah, Turgeon uh, notices you and he uh, comes over towards you and greets you. Um, gives you some healing that you've been doing. One thing for everybody in the chat, um, we haven't really been going over too much because a lot of this Hasking stuff isn't necessarily the most interesting stuff, but I've basically been doing that whenever they're really hurt and they don't get, get enough healing back from a night's rest, they've just been going to Turgeon, just getting healed up minorly. Uh, this time, however, uh, <laughs> Griff is down by like 18 hit points, so <laughs> this time uh, Turgeon's asked for a little bit of compensation for the church to uh, use his healing abilities on you. Um, but yeah, um, 
Turgeon says, uh, well, you uh, certainly look worse today than you normally do, um, but it's good to see you in one piece. Mostly. Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't believe me if I told you, to be honest with you, but, um, yeah. Um, any If you can uh, heal me up there, I'll be most grateful. Uh, put in a good word and all that. Yep, and he uh, he does some sort of usual incantations that he normally does and grabs out some different powders and um, holy water and other things and starts healing up your wounds. Uh, you still have the wounds there, but they seem to be mostly mm-hmm. scarred over. Uh, they look like they'll be... They're in much better, cleaner shape now, uh, and you feel back to your usual self. Still have a little bit of soreness throughout your body, um, but you're overall okay. Oh, well, that's um, that's a lot better. Thank you for that. Um, we should bring you along with us. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I'm a little bit too old these days to go into any dungeons, I find. And, uh, well, um, <laughs> plus you wouldn't want me around with you. I'd just slow you down. Well, I don't know. I mean, could I could I interest you in a, a small job? Just, um, oh, I don't know if you've ever been in the temple, but if you haven't, um, it's just down a flight of stairs and there's a bunch of 16 skeletons. And I, I reckon a man of your skills would be able to dispatch them real quickly. You, you can turn them or make them turn to dust or, or run away, can't you? Hmm. He, um, he kind of just, uh, thinks about it for a moment and goes, and looks around the church and he see you sort of notice that there's like a lots of, lots of parts of the church and the pews are kind of battered and broken and a few other things where you see like a part of the, part of the roof is leaking. He says, well, we could use some more repairs. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not much of a fighter. Um, but I do have some gifts when it comes to, um, dealing with undead and other despicable creatures. Um, I'm not going to fight, but I would say if you want to give a nice donation um, to the church of, let's say, 500 silver, I'll come down there with you for a trip. Well, I suppose you can't take it with you, can you? Well, I don't know, but you could provide some advice on that, <laughs> I guess. He, he lets out a hearty laugh at that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that seems like a, a good deal. As I say, it's just all down some stairs, almost the first room you come across, and, uh, yeah, full of skeletons. If you could do us a favour with, with that, I'm, I'm more than happy to make a donation, and I'm sure it would see the roof right and, uh, you know, some fresh pews. I don't know, maybe you can even pay some monks to um, scroll out some more prayer books for you. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he seems content with that. He says, yes, I mean, there's there's lots of things that need to get done around here. Um, when do you plan to go out next? If you can give me just, like, some advanced warning, I just need to tell some of my underlings to take over some of the services. But... Oh, sure. Well, I mean, a couple of days sort of thing. Does that work for you? Absolutely. I will, uh, yeah. I'll make the proper arrangements. Um, and then I'll come help you with this uh, skeleton issue of yours. Yeah, no, that's uh, much appreciated. Yeah, and uh, he he happily takes your uh, your donation and uh, yes. gives you a firm handshake and uh, sort of asks if you need anything else from him. Um, I don't suppose you've got any healing potions. We kind of got through them a bit, as you can guess. It was a bit of a rough ride last time. He says, uh, "Yeah, I'll uh, I'll throw this in as part of the donation you just gave." And he uh, goes over to the back. He just sort of disappears for a little bit and comes back with three, um, and hands Ooh. them over to you. Well, thank you for those. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I gotta make sure uh, that you're probably prepared if I'm coming down with you next time you go down. So, well, yeah, you may even get a taste of yourself, but hopefully it won't come to that. I'm sure it'll all be fine. 
I hope so. I hope I don't look like you and I when we come back. No, it's just me that seems to take the beating, but um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, thanks anyway. That's uh, yeah, a bit of a weight off the shoulders. We can get them dispatched. I'm, I'm sure uh, good things will come from it. Yeah, and he uh, he sort of sends you on on your way. He seems amicable and um, yeah. goes back to doing whatever he was doing. So I think the next trip has got to be to. Mm. Oh, so here's a question: When yeah. uh, Naomi graduates, can she still read scrolls? Yes, she can. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. Um, I'm I'm bending some stuff because we're doing a bit yeah. of an OSC AD and D worlds without number like mix here. <laughs> um, but no, she can totally read the scrolls um, that she that she still has on her. Yeah. Sorry, let me just go and put something on silent. There are so many devices to, uh, to shut good. off before. Discord this, this, this. cuts it all out. I didn't hear anything on your end. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Sorry yeah. for that. <laughs> um, so I think the next place we want to go to is probably to go and see Burn because we left him with a rather nice spell book with lots of fun fun Ooh, things in it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you head all the way back down um, and you're making your way through the village um, and it's it's a pretty busy day today. Um, it looks like a new caravan's coming to town. Um, there's lots of wares down at the market that are being held out. Ooh. You're seeing new merchants. Um, lots of farmers are going to there and off to their fields. Um, as you're sort of making your way, like the time's trying to pass, it seems like everybody's up in town. Um, and you're also noticing a lot more guards around town. Usually most of them, you see them kind of posted on the outskirts, you know, up up near the church in that sort of main road coming from the northwest, um, as well as near the tower. Um, but you're noticing sort of in patrols of two to three, kind of them just walking through the town. Um, there's like a guard, there's two guards at the, at the tavern. Um, it seems like there's a lots of people who are on high alert ever since you gave them the warning. Um and you make your way through town uh, to the tower. Um, you you make your way through. Um, I don't know if you want to talk to Rufus at all, but you're allowed to just straight up go to burn now. There's not much, uh, yeah, not much, not much uh, stuff that's really formal anymore. Um, and you make your way back up to Burn, uh, who greets you still a little bit coldly. He's like, oh, it's you again." Well, I have some good news. I've finished uh, going through and transcribing the book for you, and he he hands it over oh. to you. Um, he says it would probably be beyond your capabilities, but um, if you come across any other wizards who, uh, in your travels, they might make use of it. Um, he says, he sort of points through it um, and kind of flips through different parts. He seems, you can tell he kind of seems to skip through any, like, the really heavy stuff. Um, <laughs> almost insultingly. He's not insulting you. So you feel like, in in a way, this is about as kind as uh, Burn gets, which is mostly yeah. just holding back from... Uh, mentioning how stupid you are in his eyes. Um, but he points through that it seems like a lot of the magic in this book um, seems to be of a little bit of a higher level. Um, there's not mm. a lot of lower level magic in here. It seems to be there's lots of stuff on um, basically summoning um, and elemental magic. A lot of it is based around earth magic. Um, it seems like there's stuff like creating basically giant rocks around you to use as projectiles. Um, also getting um, creatures um, from other planes to appear. Uh, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and he also says mm -hmm. that there are also um, some extra things about the, the Earth Temple. Um, but it seems to be pretty pretty old stuff. It's, uh, he points out that a lot of this seems to be this, this book has obviously been hand down between different priests 
of the temple. Um, so there's nothing really in terms of like new knowledge on there. Um, but he does mention just that it seems like um, that there's, how should I put this? It seems like there's a bit of a tradition of handing things down through like the generations here um, that yep. you've kind of severed by taking this book. Excellent. Well, um, thank you for that. You you said um, when we last met that you could give us some scrolls in exchange for this. You you could copy out some of the um, the the spells that you thought were um, uh, within our grasp, and uh, you you could have the book in return. Is that still the uh, the yeah. agreement? Yeah, he says uh, he says yes. Um, though he does explain that uh, he has he's been able to get about three scrolls together here for you. Um, he does say that they are pretty high, high magic scrolls, um, yep. and that you might want to make sure that whoever casts them does have some level of proficiency in magic, um, because things could go horribly wrong. Um, but he hands them over to you. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Martin. I don't have the exact names for these, um, for yeah. you, uh, but just, keep, just write down three scrolls. Um, and they're basically, essentially, there's one that's like something in Earth Elemental. There's one that does make sort of like a meteor shower. Uh, and there's one that uh, basically allows you to sort of form rock around you. Cool. A meteor shower, eh? Well, bloody hell. Where do they come from? If, you, if you're in a dungeon and you you were to cast that, uh, do, do they kind of appear from nowhere? Or do the walls turn into meteors? How does that one work exactly? Uh, Burn gives you a look, and he says you don't want to cast that one <laughs> in in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, he he takes the scroll back really quickly and then scribbles on top of it. Do not cast inside, uh, and then hands it back to you. Well, I mean, thank you for the um, uh, what word should I guidance the advisory there? But um, just out of interest, I mean, y you know, on a on a theoretical level, because I'm a I'm a, a bit of a thinker myself. You'd never have guessed it. But what, what would happen? Um, he says, from what he can tell, they appear pretty high in the atmosphere. Um, so if they come crashing down, they might either run into enough like enough physical barriers that they won't get to you, or they could cave everything around you down on top of you. So he says it's definitely, definitely something to be used outside uh, if you can to have the most control over it. Hmm. Yeah, sounds interesting. That one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like how how excited Griff is about that one. Is specific. Like, yes. Hmm. If <laughs> 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 it all goes horribly wrong, is this some sort of self-destruct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all comes in. I'm dying anyway. <laughs> the rest of you are coming with me. Cool. Well, thank you, Ben. I'm. Uh, and was there anything in there you didn't understand, or uh, did, did, you, did you get it all? Uh, he says he's fairly sure he got all of it, um, but with him keeping it, um, he might be able to tell you more as time goes on. He, says he'll, he yeah. says he'll send out word if he finds anything else. He did say, like I said, that, that there is some pretty old archaic stuff here. They could probably use a little bit more cracking, a bit more nuance. So he might still have some stuff to mine out of this yet, but he, see, he thinks he's gone at least like 80% of like, the really good stuff. Yeah. Um, everything else seems either beyond comprehension from damage over time, as well as the damage sustained in the way you got it, um, <laughs> or it's not really all that worthwhile in, in his eyes. Yeah. Well, 
Um, one other quick question. You haven't seen a little gnome wandering around, have you? Goes by the name of Wanalon. Um, he he mentions. Hmm, no, I haven't really left the town all that much since you handed me that book, so I have not yeah. seen uh, seen him around. Oh, okay. Yeah, we um we rescued him, and he was gonna gonna join us or something, but he disappeared. No idea why, but um, yeah, that's gnomes for you. Hmm. Well, you know there are some gnomes in the region. Perhaps he's gone off to see some family or something. Yeah, where whereabouts are they? Um, he says um they don't let let their their location be known, but I believe they are somewhere, somewhere in the north, perhaps uh, perhaps straight north, perhaps a little bit northwest. It's... Right. Okay. Okay. No. Well. Thanks. Yeah. I'll, um. We're we'll look. We're on the lookout for a bit of a bit of assistance, as you can probably guess from the state of me. I um. Yeah. We uh. We had some run-ins. Mm, yes, I I heard. Yes. Anyway, thanks for the book, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Of course. Best of luck with those spells. And, well, uh, I'll let you know how the meteor <laughs> one goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he seems he seems a little excited to see what what happens with any of those. Um, <laughs> and he just bids you farewell uh, and closes the door on you. Excellent. Um, so I think. We should probably go and see Jeru uh, to see how Naomi's getting on. Yep, sounds good. Um, so uh, you head south to, or I guess I should say you head west and then a little bit south to the yep. Grove. Um, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of people are practicing their, their magics and trying out different things. Um, it seems like uh, Turgeon currently is doing another sort of lecture as well as a demonstration um, on summoning some sort of, like, vine things coming out of the ground. Um, it's very interesting to watch. Um, and you're noticing um, Naomi is over on the left, um, and she seems to be working by herself with some stuff. And you do see her, um, what looks like um, a bunch of sliced meat, just, like, on a table. Um, and you see her um, going up towards it. And there's just like a blue light coming from her fingertips. As she, and as she like touches this meat, it looks like maybe like a giant like pork shoulder or something like that. Um, you see like these slices along the pork shoulder um, seal themselves back up and close up again. And you just see her go like, yes! Um, and she sort of just does the same to some other stuff. Hmm. Uh, so Griff is going to look for Jeru. He's not going to not going to bother Naomi. She looks busy. Oh yeah, sorry. Did I say Turgeon? I meant Jeru is the one who's doing the. Uh... Oh right, yeah. yeah. Sorry, my bad. That was that was uh yeah. <laughs> so, thought he was collaborating. Turgeon and Jeru <laughs> have too many of the same. <laughs> like they both have J yeah. and they have A and O, and they're also both like <laughs> older sort of Druidy cleric types. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, sorry. Jeru is here doing the demonstration. Um, he's just doing the interesting thing with the vines and everything else, showing the acolytes and see the acolytes are doing the same thing, sort of popping flowers out of the ground instead, or also getting some vines out. Some of them seem to be doing really well and some like maybe overcharge it a little bit and you see a lot of little craziness happen um but same sort of thing uh he just go he sees you and he says keep practicing keep practicing and uh he walks over towards you uh and he says ah oh, griff it's it's great to see you and you Jero, it's uh 
Hey, it looks like you're going to have a good harvest this year if these guys are still around, eh? <laughs> yes, I uh, I think they're doing quite a good job. They're uh, they're doing marvelous, and so is uh, Naomi. Naomi has completely exceeded my expectations. I think uh, ah. she's almost completely done in terms of stuff I can teach her. Is she ready, or or just another couple of days? I would say maybe maybe one more day, um, just to make sure. I have one final test for her, and then uh, I think she'll be she'll be ready to go. Ah, fair enough. Well, it sounds like you've done a fantastic job. So, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. all her, really. She's uh, she's uh, been a fantastic student. That's good. Well, I've got some errands to run. Um, we were going to head up north and uh, see if we could make contact with some orcs. Offered to give us a hand, and maybe um, you haven't you haven't uh, come across a, a little gnome about that high called Wanalon, have you? Oh yeah, I have actually. He came by earlier for some herbs. He uh he came ah. back into town I think uh this morning. Um I think I right. saw him around somewhere around here. He might be at the market with all the the new uh, caravans in. Well, that will save me a trip. So um well, yeah, much obliged. Oh um not to be rude, I'll, I'll pop back and see you tomorrow for a longer chat if that's right. I just want to see if I can catch this guy before he uh, disappears off to wherever wherever he disappears off to. Yep, not not a problem. And um, like he says that in Bids You Farewell, just as like a vine kind of almost hits him in the head from one of the students, just kind of going a little bit rogue. Um, and you <laughs> just see him run back to sort of uh, chastise them and teach them other stuff. Um, and then you, uh, you depart the grove uh, and you head towards the market. Um, yes. And yeah, it's it's pretty bustling now. There's been like a little while between you talking with Jeru and traveling around. Um, it seems like all the stalls are out. You see lots of different, you know, food. You see lots of clothes and weapons and armor, bits and bobs. All sorts of people from all across the land have just sort of stopped here, it seems, on this very nice day. Um, and you do see over near like one of the weapon merchants, um, you see a little gnome who seems to be in some new armor, um, kind of looking at a bunch of short swords and daggers. Cool. Uh, so Griff will, um, not with um, any kind of malicious intent, but he will sneak over to to Wanlon, sort of undetected. Yep, yeah, sounds good. Give me a give me a sneak roll. Uh, yeah. And Griff Griff can re-roll, can't he? Seven's fine. You're in you're in a busy okay. you're in a busy market. Yeah, and he's yeah. not an ace. He's not like <laughs> looking around. You you silently and completely like with your elven cloak just show up right behind him um, on his side. So he'll he'll put both of his hands on his shoulders and uh, <laughs> morning one alone. Uh, one alone just sort of like jumps up. He's like ah, duh, don't don't do that. That that scared me. Um, it's good to see you, Griff. <laughs> I'm uh, I I dealt with that business after. Um, I'm good to go. Uh, whenever you want to head out as well. Yeah, I thought you would. Um, you gone. We we ended up um going back there, and we were hoping to have you along. But um, yeah, well. Good to see you back, anyway. Yes, I just had to um, deal with someone. Um, but they are now dealt with, and I have no loose ends left to tie up, and I am willing to make more money with you, Griff. Excellent. I, I hope it was no one I knew, um, the person that you've finished up of, of with, whatever well, it is. Well, unless you know anybody up in Nulb, um, you probably don't know them. No, no. I rough folk up there. Yes, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, and you see him sort of uh, has picked up a short sword, and he's sort of talking and walking with you in the market. Um, he's picked up a short sword, and he's thrown down some coin for it and uh, grabbed the grabbed a sheath for it. Um, and then you see him going to like a part with like a bunch of bits and bobs. It looks like maybe it's some sort of um, 
like a blacksmith's um, pieces okay. of metal and other stuff like that. Uh, you see him just grabbing scraps of like nails um, and little pieces of metal, um, broken glass and leather and other things as well as like what looks like some small pieces of rope. And he starts grabbing all sorts of stuff, puts the money down um, and throws the stuff into a bag. Um, and he gives you a wink and says, this will come in handy when we're in the dungeon. Yeah, what on earth are you going to do with that lot? Oh, you'll see. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a... Well, I'll say this. I like to cover my tracks a little bit, depending on which way we go, so people don't come up behind us. Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> it would have been useful. Um, well, well, I think we're planning on leaving in a couple of days. We're going to bring um, uh, the, the cleric from town, uh, Turgeon, with us, and he's going to uh, sort out a little undead problem we got. Oh, good. By the way, I never asked you, how did you... Uh... He points to like the the gnome ring um, that you're given. He said, "How how'd you how'd you get that?" That's a good question, and there's a long story behind that. Um, but I'll give you the short version. We were in the. Um, have you come across the moat house between? Uh, yeah, yeah. I went in there one went? time, but there was a big lizard, uh, and yeah, I yeah. decided to <laughs> go to greener pastures. Oh, and that reminds me. If you um if you go to the um the beckoning bench there. You want to be careful not to eat Osler's stew because um that lizard we bought it back for him. <laughs> he lets out a little laugh and says, oh, "Don't worry, I'm a I'm a vegetarian anyway." Yeah. So yeah, good plan, good plan. Well, I'm not kidding, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, so when we were in um in the basement, there was there was a bloody great ogre, horrible great green thing. This thing was um. Bit of a double crossing, two faced thing. We um we we ran into him. We we let him off with a a bit of a warning, a bloody nose. Um and yeah, later on he it was like he'd never met us and uh, oh, terrible things over. Anyway, he was um he was keeping a gnome in uh, in captivity in his storeroom. Um, mm. And when I say captivity and storeroom, I, I think he was more sort of stored in a larder, ready to be eaten. Ooh. But oh, okay. um. Well, I guess you have a knack for anyway. setting gnomes, then. Can yeah. See, can see why you're given that ring. Well, is that a knack with a G? <laughs> he he gives you a little sort of almost like a polite laugh at that one. Um, and uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> more gnome yeah. jokes. And you sort of see him shove uh, more garbage into his bag as, as he throws more silver um, onto the under the counter for the merchant. Oh, I bet you've never heard that one before. It's got to be a new one, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's a new one. I've heard thing. I've heard ones like it, but it's a new one. I'll give you that uh. much. <laughs> At least you're not calling me a gnome. I'll take it. I'll take that any day. Well, <laughs> yep. Yeah, still time. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It could happen. Um, well, um, anyway, yeah. So he he gave me this this iron ring. Said that any other names would know what it meant. So uh, that's that's the story. Yeah. Well, this but, is great. Uh, um. Well, I'm glad, good to see that I'm running with somebody I can uh, I can trust to possibly save my hide. Um, when did you say we're departing? A couple of days' time. We've got to wait for the uh, uh, the Turgeon to finish his bits up, his affairs, and uh, mm. then he'll be free. Then we'll go and deal with a load of skeletons. He'll, he'll disappear off, but uh, hopefully we'll have a, an easier ride because of it. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I'll be, I'll be around. Uh, mm. I usually don't stay in the same place every night, but I'll meet good, you good uh, outside the beckoning bench. Oh, and um, just just before you go, um, have you heard of something called a hydra thing with five heads? Oh yeah, I mean, that's a horrifying monster. Um, everybody's heard of yeah. hydras, haven't they? Or maybe well, you know, like, he looks around the peasants. He's like, well, maybe these folk haven't, but I've uh, I've heard of them. Why yeah. do you ask? Have you, 
Oh, no, I mean, that, there was just rumours and that sort of thing. No, um, uh, nothing really. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> he kind of just sort of squints at you a little bit um, and just gives you a quick nod. And he says, all right, well, I guess I'll, I'll see you around. Yeah, skeletons and guards. If you've got any, um, if you've got anything that will work with skeletons and guards, then uh, bring it with you. Mm, okay. Yeah, he yeah. gives you gives you a nod. Um, you seem to just go back to looking at different things to buy. Cool. So that's good. We've got uh, got another one. Okay. And if we've got a spare day, I think we're probably going to go to Orc Village and see if we yeah. can. Uh... Sounds yeah. good. Are you going to stick around here for a day, or are you gonna like? Are you gonna wait till tomorrow to do that, or are you going to try and head there today and try and head back on the same day, or what's the? Yeah, I think a bit of a day trip if we can. Okay, sounds good. Um, um you take anybody with you? Yeah, we're not expecting trouble, but then hey, um, I guess I guess we could take Alan and Elmo and leave Bari to. To rest. Oh yeah, it's Elmo who needs the rest, but at the same time he has, yeah, he has eleven out of twelve uh, some strains. So I think I think he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll um, be okay. All right. Um. So we'll just do a quick little, quick little roll here. Okay. Um. So I'll just go to the ridge map for us. Um. And you head north. Um, first, you sort of, you get you get um, you get uh, Alan and, El- and Elmo together, um, and you get on the get on your horses, and at first you head west out of the village and north, um, going up that road um, because you know they're somewhere like in the mountains. You have a, you have a general idea mm-hmm. of where they are, um, and that's going to be probably about half the day to get up there. Um, so you get there probably okay. in the early afternoon, around two or three p.m., uh, and you go you cut off the road and start heading east. Uh, you hit some hills and trees, um, and then eventually you start to hit the base of, a, of the mountain, or, or sorry, of the mountains. Um, and you see tucked away where it gets like really rocky on the ground. Um, you see what looks like an outpost. Um, it looks like a big sort of camp with big logs sort of going around it. Uh, you see smoke coming out of it from what you assume probably like some fires yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, and you do see a bunch of orc uh, guards, either both sort of around the main gate as well as on like the walls and such. Um, and when they notice you, um, they put their spears out towards you. Um, and yeah, what do you want to do, Martin? Uh, so Griff will be very loud and kind of not, uh, be appearing to hide or be sneaky or anything like that. And he'll just, um, put his arm up and wave a bit. Right. And, uh, I think he speaks all of the kind of yeah. languages, doesn't he? Cause that's, it is, one of your, uh, that's one of your things. Is yeah. It? As a, one of his things is it is that an expert thing or is that your I like well met thing? I think it comes with well met. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, mm. or maybe it's diplomatic race. Either way, yeah, diplomatic yeah. race. Yeah, you speak all languages. Ah. Um, so yeah, so you speak very good Orcish. Um, uh, both Alan and Elmo look pretty impressed. Um, as you sort of speak it very naturally, you have a much more guttural kind of tone to your voice. Uh, it probably hurts just a little bit to pronounce some of the words. Um, but the um, yeah, what do you what do you say to these guards just out front here? Uh, good afternoon, my good sir. We're um just looking for Devic and Grun. Um, yeah, and they, and they and they they look at each other. Um, and one sort of tells the other to go inside. Um, and soon after, um, the guard comes back and he sort of motions for you guys to come forward. 
Um, though they do stop you and sort of tell you to get off your horses. Um, and they also, yeah. one of the guards says, you, uh, you must give over all weapons to us for your duration here. Oh, okay. There we go. And, uh, yeah. Hand, uh... Alan, Alan seems fine doing this. Elmo seems a little bit more wary. Um, doesn't yeah. seem too comfortable doing this, but he still, uh, looks towards you first and then takes off his axe and his bow and stuff and hands it over towards them. And they just, they just lead your horses over towards like, Probably like a trough or something like that, yeah. um, and then you are led inside. Um, and you, this village seems to be prospering decently. Um, you are seeing uh, lots of, you know, lots of food. You are seeing lots of people. They seem to be decent. A lot of people hard at work, uh, going around doing repairs, that sort of thing. There's probably about yeah. a population of maybe, maybe a hundred orcs here. Um, it's not gigantic, but it's a decent sized, um, decent sized tribe. Um, and. What was the name of the orcs again? Because I forget. It's Dalek, isn't it? And uh, well, I wrote down Devik or Devic. And Grun, but that, uh, that may just be my handwriting. No, that's 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 <laughs> totally correct. I just couldn't remember what their names were. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you are you were sort of led through. Um. And uh, you see, uh, Devik comes up to you. He says, "Oh, you uh, you came. Um, it is it is nice to see you here. Um, come sit with us. We'll we'll yeah. talk. Um. And well. he uh he just brings you over towards one of the fires. Um, slices off some meat for you and throws it onto a plate and hands it over. Um, and he says, uh, what can, what can we do for you? Well, you said you might be interested in uh, helping out at the, back at the temple mm -hmm. when you fix yourself up and got healed. And I figure it's been well, a few days now. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. there's several people here looking for, looking for work. Um, ah. but I must warn you, we've had, um, well, one of our one of our elders has had some bad visions about the temple, um, and many of us don't actually want to to enter it. But uh. um, I'll enter it with you if you if you want. Um, and I know I do know that in terms of guard work, if you need people to watch your horses or travel with you through the land, um, there's about five yeah. orcs who'd be happy to accompany you at least on the journeys, though they don't have yeah. horses. That that would be um that would be useful. I'm not sure we'd need all five. Maybe I don't know what three. Because I'm guessing they're going to want paying, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he says um, if you want to make it as easy as possible, we we can just do you can pay just a tribute for the month, um, for yeah. the next four weeks. That's helpful. Um, and uh, he sort of says for for three, um, probably like maybe he says three hundred silver should cover all three of them for the month. Which, by the math that you know, compared to the humans, is pretty cheap. Yeah. Because I think most of them would be 10 per day. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, you've, you've twisted my arm then. <laughs> um, Let's he, do that. He says they'll what all bring their own equipment and everything else. Um, but like he says, they don't have any horses is the only, is the only issue. Um, so that might slow you down somewhat. Or if you want to provide horses, they can ride horses. But obviously, that's a very expensive commodity. Yeah, we just sold some. I kind of wish I kept them now, but uh, well, you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen, do you? Mm -hmm. Um, we we might find some more. There's people riding up and down these roads and <laughs> uh, horrible looking folk. So um, some of them have got horses. I'm sure we can uh, help uh, redistribute the equine wealth amongst uh, yeah the travellers, as it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he also says um. My, me and my uh my other my brethren here will not enter Hamlet if that's okay with you. We uh 
oh, that's okay. Yeah, I know people can get a bit funny, can't they? But uh, yeah, he says um, he says if you guys if you did want to do this with them, um, they'll actually probably um, maybe go near the the moat house, um, which isn't too far, it's about fifteen minutes away, I believe, from Hamlet, um, which I think is yeah. currently under the jurisdiction of the. Uh, was it sunny fields. Uh, sunny fields so he says they won't go in there obviously but they're gonna probably be around that area on that route so probably just a little bit away from hamlet and they'll meet up with you whenever you head off yeah yeah let's do that it was a couple of days we were gonna um not not tomorrow but the day after we were gonna gonna head over there yeah he says well, that that works out that gives us time to set up a, a temporary camp yeah. there there's some good hunting in that area so we'll uh we'll set up there mm-hmm. and uh, he sort of tells you like I mean, we, so far, we just sort of imagine they have like a map. He's kind of points to the general area he'll be, so you guys will be, you'll be able to find them if you yeah. need to. Nope, sounds good, sounds good. And uh, you're going to bring Grum with you, or just yourself? Um, he says uh, he says that him, uh, and he says the other, the other guy's probably done with uh, doing too much, doing too much of this stuff. But he says the three others will be happy to to help. Oh, fair um, enough, fair enough. And, and you're you're happy to come with us and come in the temple, is that right? Yeah, he says he'll join. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, it'll be good to see you um, there, and uh, no doubt you'll um, <laughs> you can get your revenge. Yeah, and, and you do see you do that. see sort of like a, a bit of like an excitement in his eyes. He seems to be very happy for that. Yeah, well, we got some others as well. We got a, a little gnome, and we got a, a cleric that's good with skeletons. So um, yeah, we're, we're yeah we're coming prepared this time. Coming prepared. Yeah, he uh, he seems pleased with that. Um, he says, uh, "I'm I'm not a big fan of magic, but I guess it's not too different than the stuff we do. Um, so hopefully, uh, your cleric doesn't try anything too funny with me. At least I know, I know some of the uh, church people over there are not necessarily the the best. So I'll probably keep well, my distance from him. I think he'll be all right. We we paid him well enough, so uh, <laughs> yeah." Well, perfect. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming by. I will be very happy for this money. This will help a lot. Um, and you see him sort of uh, slice off some more meat and that sort of thing. And he puts it into a bag and hands it to you. Says uh, for your for your trip back. Oh, oh, thank you very much. What was it a wild boar? Was it? Yes. You got good eyes. Yeah. And like you, you still notice that there's like a giant boar head just like near the fire, just like <laughs> over on like on a table, and just like it's mostly just the giant body. Um, well, you know what? It's the cooking. The the flavor of the boar really comes through. That's how I can tell. It's good, really good boar. Yeah, and he he nods in agreement. He says, "Yes, we uh, we have the best cooks here for boar." And he just sort of slices off a giant chunk for himself and just throws it right into his mouth. <laughs> well, you have to bring some of that with you, and um, well, hopefully, you can catch some more. Um, it'd be good to have um, fresh boar supplies. Yes, absolutely. Yes. There's lots of good boar in that area, and some good bear too. Boar and bear. Hmm. We'll have to do a tasting contest. See if you can tell the difference. <laughs> um, and he seems he seems very happy with this arrangement. Um, and he just sort of guides you and your group out of the out of the tribe. In case I don't I don't know if you have anything else you want to ask or anything like that. But nah, um, yeah. they hand you back your weapons and your horses. They seem to be they seem to have cleaned off the horses somewhat uh, for you on your trip. And uh, yeah, they send you on your way. Cool. We will head back to Homlet. Yeah, and one thing I would say is that you probably felt like uh, it probably felt like almost in a weird way that whole sort of camp felt almost warmer than Hamlet even is usually. Mm. Um, but yeah, 
Um, and yeah, you head back down that road. Um, this road is obviously seems to be a lot more that sort of that north that sorry north of south road straight to Hamlet. Um, seems a lot more not packed, but a lot more travelers. The road you usually take through like the um, what's it called yeah. the the boathouse all the way to the temple seems to be a lot more sparse. You see people there every once in a while. You see merchants and that sort of thing, and some travelers here and there, and other adventurers. But it's nowhere near as much as the one from Hamlet to like the rest of the region. It seems like that one at least has a lot more people willing to go on it alone. Um, but yeah, so you um, you head back down, um, and you make it back in Hamlet just before uh, the sun starts to set down. Excellent. So Griff will do his normal uh, sleep in a random room. Sounds good. Yes, do. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you do that. You do the same sort of thing, and then you go to your proper room. Um, and yeah, you uh, you crash for the night. Unless there's anything else you want to do, Martin. Nope. He's just going to wonder if Terry's going to appear this evening or whether uh... <laughs> <laughs> brother sleepover. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Terry. Terry does not does not appear in front of you. No, that's good. Um, probably thankfully cool. he's, he's very disgusting to behold. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is not. He is not nice to look mm. at. Um, but yes, yeah, so you make you make your way back, um, and the the evening or the night is very much um, pretty quiet. Nothing really happens. Um, and the next morning, you wake up and you smell sort of a a faint hint of smoke. Um, and you make your way downstairs, and it seems like the tavern's fine. Um, and you do see some people going back and forth uh, here, just a little bit. Um, and you notice, like, as you leave the tavern to get your stuff together, um, you see what looks like a bunch of guards, probably about 10 or 15, uh, all on horses, uh, have departed through the middle of the town towards the west. Um, you know that road, the road that you were just on? You see what looks like a column of smoke about maybe 15 minutes away. Um, and you hear somebody say, the uh, one of the caravans, they've been hit, they've been hit, um, running into town. Um, and you see the guards run off towards the west. Hmm. Is there anyone else around? I'm specifically Elmo, Alan, or are they they not? Um, yeah, I would here? I would say I would say uh, Alan has come here really quickly. He's fully armed. Um, Elmo has shown up. Um, it's probably only a matter of time before the others are probably in the area as well. Um, this is probably still pretty early, like maybe like eight a.m. or so. Ooh, um, okay, but yeah, um, but I would say I would say you see Alan sort of runs up towards the uh, the tavern. Um, there's a lot of commotion going on in in town. Um, you are seeing more and more guards are coming out of their different you know respective areas, uh, and a lot of them have started to move towards the west, towards that uh that smoke. Hmm. You know what, Elmo Allen? I've got a nasty feeling that's some sort of trap. Mm-hmm. Alan says, um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, boss, you, you said that they're they're going to hit the different parts, right? So um, maybe they're just attacking the ones in the outskirts first, the easier targets. Yeah, you say that. You know what, though? When I was, um, well, I don't know, I haven't really told you about my past and all the rest of it. We used to plant distractions. We used to, you know, it was good for people to kind of have their gaze somewhere else so that when we, we, we crept up on them, they didn't know we were coming. So, you know what? If I was going to attack Omelette, what I'd probably do is like a couple of bloody great fires up north, make it look like there's some sort of caravan attack going on, and then I'd come from the east. And almost Everyone's cleared up. Almost right at the time that you finish your sense there, Martin, um, you see um, a young acolyte running from the south, from the grove. Uh, he is, his clothes are torn and bloody. And he says, monsters! Monsters in the grove! 
uh, as he's running up the town, and you see um, Alan uh, unsheath his sword, and he says, uh, "Boss, what, what do we do?" Yeah, come on, let's get to it. Naomi's there as well. Yeah, and he and Alan starts full tilt booking it south. Um, you notice to the west, it looks like the guards who are on horseback are already gone out of the town. They've already passed the church and have started heading out of town already. Um, you do see that there are still some guards uh, on their feet who are running south as well towards the grove. Um, and you see uh, over in the tower to the east, um, you see more guards um, are starting to filter out of that and start to head towards the Mendel town, try to find out what's going on. Um so Alan's already started booking it south um, towards the grove here over at 24. Um, what do you want to do, Martin? Uh, we will go south as well. Okay. So, yeah, so you, you head south um, and you see Elmo's sort of bring up behind you. Uh, he is like, looks like he's sort of like just still trying to get into his armor. Um, his axe is just sort of swinging around. He says, what's going on, boss? Um, some trouble down south. Come on, we, we better, better hurry up. Most of the guards have been distracted up north. Sounds good. Um, so you do, you say that, uh, you notice that the, what looks like the acolyte has just sort of collapsed over in the ground, um, in this okay. middle of the street, you see some, uh, some peasants run over towards him to sort of check on him. Um, and you just blow right past him and almost like, oh my God, this early in the morning, it's too early for an attack. Um, antisocial, that's what it is. <laughs> Not even had breakfast yet. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll give, we'll give him a soon too. And you and you have already seen like Alan's like way ahead of you um, as you guys follow after them, um, and so you get down towards the grove, um, and you're seeing what looks like a bunch of the acolytes being dragged off by what looks like different men and creatures, probably uh, little green creatures, humans, um, half elves, monstrous humanoids as well. Um, and you see Jeru is there, um, sort of casting off spells, hitting people with different vines and branches, and sort of just doing a bunch of magic trying to uh, hold them off. Um, you probably see about maybe maybe fifteen of these of these humanoid creatures, um, just dragging people off and killing others. Uh, and you see Naomi there, um, and she just you see about four uh, four of these creatures run towards Naomi. Um, and Naomi turns and snaps her fingers and the four of them just drop to the ground. Um, and she turns to see you guys. She says, oh, uh, boss, am I happy to see you? We need your help. Yep. Yeah, well, we're in. I come on. Sounds good. So we'll go into initiative here, Martin. Excellent. What do these green humanoid creatures look like other than green and humanoid? Um, some of them are short. Some of them look like they're probably about three to four feet tall. Some of them look more like the orcs. Um, some, some of the creatures, the other ones look more like purplish. Um, okay, so you go first. Right, so, um, we're not too worried about the ones that have just fallen over, so Griff will grab his bow and shoot probably one that's furthest away that may be riding off or dragging something away, so, Sounds good. um, he wants to rescue yeah. as many people as possible here. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll set the scene a little bit better now because uh, now that you have a little bit more yeah. of an idea, and not, it's not just chaos. So if you look at twenty four, there, there's also that cul-de-sac kind of thing. Um, twenty four is just yeah. um, in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you look at that little cul-de-sac, like basically where twenty four is on, um, you're you're just like at the north part. Uh, Naomi's just right there next to you in the middle. Um, Jeru yeah. is probably not too far away from you guys, casting off spells at people. Um, and all the enemies are kind of like in the south part, um, just sort of dragging people off this way okay, um, so yeah. they're grabbing them and dragging them through the trees and that sort of thing um so yeah so are you firing off at somebody who is just dragging off um like a screaming yeah. acolyte okay perfect. exactly that yeah um 
I'm gonna say that Elmo does not have his bow. He's just here okay. with his uh, with his axe. Um, so Elmo, you you ride around the back of the trees. Make sure they don't get away with anybody. All right, you got a boss, um, and he he sort of cuts through. Um, okay, you you immediately just get one guy right in the throat, and he drops the acolyte and falls down dead. Um, and you see Alan sort of goes near where Naomi is and gets in front of her. Um, with his sword drawn, um, and you see Elmo cuts down through the trees, and Elmo is going to catch up to one, to one guy who's holding who's holding an acolyte, uh, and Elmo swings out with his big axe. Um, and even with the shock damage, he just cuts that guy's head right off. Um, and okay, um, you see, um, actually, give me a nose check, Martin. Mm. I don't believe Elmo's got seven shock damage. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, the warriors get pretty, pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, eight. eight. Nice. So, Martin, you you were sort of like surveying the area, trying to get an idea of where, how many yeah. people there are and everything that's happening. Um, and you see a shadow sort of appear just over you. Um, and you look up to see some horrifying flying creature um, swing down towards you, uh, and you see it's. Uh, I'll show it to you there now. It's on the uh, on the screen. Ooh. Um it has mm, these nice. like two giant barbed tails, massive black bat like wings, um, and these. This entire body is just like a shiny, almost like almost like a black stone, um, and. That is coming down towards you, um, and you see two more that were probably invisible appear as well, and they start going Ooh. down towards the acolytes uh, that are in the trees. Um, so uh, it is back to you. They haven't gone uh, just yet, Ooh. but uh, I should say their turn is them sort of swooping in. Um, yeah. And for the um, uh, guys dragging up the acolytes, uh, they just keep dragging those guys backwards, and you also see four move forward with weapons. Um, two of them are going are going to attack. Alan, then two are going to attack uh, Elmo, and they'll be back to you guys. So I'm just going to do a quick attack here. These two are on Alan, um, and these two are on Elmo. And if it's a little confusing on how many guys there are, I'm going to say it's going to stay that way right now, as it seems like it's really hard to tell what's going on in the <laughs> battleground. Um, okay, so that's a miss. Um, I believe that's a miss. And I think that is... Oh, I also did one more. Uh, this is the last one on Elmo. Also missed. Okay, so they just... Um, Elmo and Alan are able to hold back uh, the guys who came and attacked them. And now it's back to you guys. So Griffel Shane, hey, Here, look. Look, in the sky. Elmo, that's where breakfast is. <laughs> Elmo's like, what the hell are those things? Don't know, but I bet they're tasty over a fire, he says. <laughs> I don't know about that, boss, but uh, <laughs> I hope they die like everything else, though. They will. Um, and Griff will point his bow up, and I think he's going to, if he's got his normal quiver on his back, probably use an arrow plus one as well. Yeah, sounds good to me. Plus oneness. Sounds good to me. Ooh, Ooh. nice hit. All right, um, eight damage. Good hit. Yeah, yeah your uh, your magic arrow there um, strikes true. Um, is actually nine damage. Is that plus two already added, or is or should that be plus three? I think that should be plus three. Okay. I haven't got a nine damage. Nice. Um, yeah, you, this lets out like almost like a 
supersonic streak as you hit it with this arrow. Um, like your eardrums feel like they're almost they almost burst from yeah. the noise. Um, and you you see both Alan and Elmo and Naomi all sort of cringe um, at the sound kind of just hitting everybody. Um, okay, nice hit. Um, they're too high for Alan and Elmo to hit, but Alan and Elmo are able to yeah. um, swing at the guys in front of them. So Alan's going to go first, and then Elmo's going to go. Oh my god, okay, that's probably a dead guy. <laughs> yep, that's a dead guy. And that's another dead guy. So they both slice into one guy who's on them. Um, so they both only have one guy left on. Um, okay, and I believe that's their terms. Uh, Naomi um, does have a hand axe she pulls out um, and tries to hit the other one that's next to Alan. Jesus, Naomi. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't kill the guy, um, but she just she stabs him repeatedly with the hand axe, severely hurting him. You do see him scream out um, as she just keeps hitting him with his hatchet. Um, all right, now it's back to their turn. Um, that guy who just got hit with the hatchet is going to sort of break and use his turn just to run away back into the trees. Um, and the guy who's on Elmo is going to do the same thing. Um, you see, I would say there's probably um, some of the guys have dropped. Um, the, the acolytes, I'd say there's probably only four acolytes that have been dragged off, um, who are still off in the woods. The rest seem to be either dead, wounded, yeah. or have been set free and are running off north towards the town. Um, you do hear the footsteps of guards coming up behind you to come reinforce you guys. Um, and then the creatures are going to go. Um, so one of these creatures is going to drop down on you, uh, um, Martin. And they are going to go, uh, just a custom one. Uh, but he's going to miss his first attack. Um, then he swings at you again. Uh, does 17 hit? No, that's a no, miss. No, it's still good. That's, all right, that's... all right. You were still okay. Yep. Yeah, so it swings down and tries swinging at you, um, but you were able to sort of duck out of the way. Um, and then the other ones, one goes for Elmo, one goes for Alan, and so I'll just do their attacks. This one, these are the ones on Alan. Um, both of those are going to miss Alan. And then the next two are going to go for Elmo. Uh, one is going to hit. Um, and this one digs its claws deeply into um, Elmo now and has him held. Uh, and is going to do... Okay, not that not that bad. Three damage to Elmo. Uh, Elmo's doing all right right now. Uh, I'm sitting, at, sitting pretty at 21 hit points um, as this cool. creature just slashes into him. Um, and let's add another shriek. Uh, and then that's going to be their turns for now. Um, so now it's back to you. Uh, so Griff's going to issue some orders to the things that are running away and say, uh, if you stop now and hit the ground, let the acolytes go, we won't come after you. If you if you think you can run away from us, you've got another thing coming, he says. If you think those chickens are going to help you, they ain't. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, you want to give me a, a convinced check? <laughs> Come on! Ooh, Re free reroll. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll allow non, that. Non-combat. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I'll, I'll say. I'll say this. Um, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not enough. They. You, you still see the four eyeclights get dragged off. You just hear now. You can't even see them. But you can only hear their screams coming from the woods in the south. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, and Elmo is going to attack. Um, the guy on him. Also, you can still do something uh, 
Martin, that, yeah. that'll just count as your as your free action yeah. there. Um oh no. Um Elmo is just gonna turn that into a hit. Um and Alan's also going to hit. Um both of them hit really hard against these creatures. Um Actually, wait a minute. Is that even? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they both slam into them really hard. You hear more of the shrieking, um, super almost supersonic sounds just hitting your eardrums. Um, you see, like you see now that it looks like Alan and Naomi both have bleeding noses. Um, Ooh. Unfortunately, yeah, that won't. Actually, you shot your bow. Uh, this thing's in melee with you, so you probably have to use oh, your. Uh, okay. I'll let you do reroll right. there if you want. Yep. Um, Let's do that. Change your mic. Arrow counter time. Ah, perfect. Oh, that's a lot better. Yeah, better um, yeah. you uh, you you uh, drop your bow and pull out your sword and give it a proper good slash across the body. Um, it lets out another shriek, um, but seems to still be going. That one is extremely hurt. You're seeing almost like this black liquid fall off of it, but the the black of it looks like so dark. It almost is like consuming the light around mm. it. You're in the middle of the day, the sun's shining down, but it just looks like the deepest, darkest black um, as it just sort of pools on the ground um, above you. And, um... Yeah, okay. So that's your turn. Um, they both hit. Uh, Naomi's also going to use uh, her hand axe. Um... Ooh, nice one for Naomi. Uh, does a little bit more damage to the one that's on them. Um, and then... Right above you, uh, a crossbow bolt goes right through this creature's head, uh, and it falls down dead in front of you, letting out one last shriek, uh, and you see Bari behind you uh, reloading his crossbow. And he says, sorry, I'm late. What the hell's going on down here? Oh, uh, we're just, um... <laughs> We got fed up with ostlers. We thought we'd take breakfast um, with Jeru's instead. <laughs> yeah, and he he laughs and just sort of uh, knocks the next the next bolt um, and just runs up behind you guys. Uh, and you do see more of the guards now have started to join up um, and have started to uh, just move next to Elmo and Alan. Um, okay, and now it's back to those creatures. Um, the one above you is now dead, so there's only two left. It's the ones who are on uh, Alan and Elmo. Um, the one on Alan is actually going to turn towards um, Naomi and attack her. Ah. Mean. And right now, she does not have her armor just yet. Um, so one is going to hit her, uh, and she gets attacked, um, and it holds on to her, uh, only doing three damage. Thankfully, and then does another. Uh, oh no, that's that's their attack. Uh, but yeah, now it's holding onto her and starts to like pick her up off the ground somewhat, um, as its wings are beating like harder and faster now. Um, and you are seeing like it has like those long, long sort of nails just going straight into her, and she screams out. Um, and then the other one's gonna go for um, Elmo, uh, but now they're gonna hit. Um, I believe Elmo has an 18 AC, correct? Let's see here. Yeah, Elmo's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the current situation. Um, you are back to your turn now. Um, it seems like Bari has rejoined you, and some guards are now here to help attack these creatures. Um, so, Griffel screamed to Bari, Bari, get the one that's got Naomi. Look, it looks like he's going to fly off. Yeah, and uh, he, he aims his bolt, uh, his crossbow, and fires off a bolt.
Okay, another nice hit from him. This one's still alive, um, but the bolt goes into it. It's already bleeding profusely from the major attacks from both um, uh, Alan and Naomi. Um, but yeah, uh, it's still going. What do you want to well, do? So having killed the one that was on him, Griff's no longer in melee, is he? Yeah, so he you can pick up your bow and fire it off yeah. at the creature. That's what he'll do. Come on. Oh, yes. Ooh, nice hit. And there's another plus one on the damage there. Yes, and you, you take it out. Um, the arrow just goes right through like its temple, um, and it drops Naomi onto the ground, and it's just like on top of her. Um, it just like all its weight just goes right on her, and she sort of just pushes it off. Um, and you see her bleeding profusely, um, but she just uh, starts to sort of glow blue on her hands, um, and she will heal herself up. Don't get started with that. Just remember, these chickens have got to go around. There's a few <laughs> mouths to feed here. Um, yeah, and she because I think she's out of three hit points there, um, and so she's just going to use uh, Healer's Touch. Um, uh, yeah, two d six plus your heal skill. Uh, she can't not bring herself back up to fold from that. Um, so I'm not going to roll for her, but she does lose a system strain. But yeah, so um, she heals herself back up. Um, and there's still the one left. Um, so, uh, yeah, Alan and Elmo. Alan just bolts towards the one that's on Elmo. That's had, that has him grappled, um, yeah. and is going to attack. And Elmo's also going to attack. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Okay, apparently Alan did not like that thing holding on to, uh, to uh, Elmo. <laughs> uh, none of them did. Um, and together with the, both, with their axes and swords, they just start absolutely ripping these creatures apart hacking into them uh and just rips it off of elmo and it's on the ground you see all three of these creatures now um after a few seconds everybody's like rightly breathing the guards have all sort of joined up um they just start to form into like just puddles of black uh on the ground and then they just kind of dissipate into the earth Oh no! I didn't want soup," says uh, says Griff. <laughs> um, uh, I think we should um, quick. We should um, get after these guys. See if we can get these acolytes mm. back. All right, I counted about four of them were uh, were dragged off there. Yeah, let's go. Um, and you, you four or you five rather. Um, yeah. and then uh, I would say probably about maybe six guards are with you. Um, you guys start to head south. Um, through the um through the woods through the fields. Um, do you want to give me an exert check, Martin? Yes. And I'll do one for, let's see, I think I'm probably the best exert, maybe. That's that one. But that was all the same. 13. Okay, perfect. Um, so, uh, you, you catch up. I'd say you, Elmo, and Alan catch up. Bari and Naomi are behind as well as the guards a little bit. Um, and you catch up to the four creatures dragging the acolytes across. Um, it seems like they're throwing them onto some sort of probably, uh, probably, I wouldn't say it's a horse, but it looks like somewhat like between a horse and a wolf. Um, and they're just throwing them onto this thing and just tying them down. Um, and then they notice you as you like sort of run up through the trees. Um, and the four of them kind of turn towards you and pull out their swords, um, and run towards the three of you. So we'll just go into combat here again, Martin. Okay, only two for them. Give I up think... now or die like your friends. Yeah, I don't says. I don't think you can go last here because you have a plus one, so you're gonna go first anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry, you have a plus two. Yeah, so I if I yeah. don't roll a four or better, there's no point in even rolling because <laughs> you'll just go first. Um, <laughs> um and they yeah, they all charge towards you. Uh so you guys go first. What do you want to do? 
Um, Griff's probably better with his bow, but he's, I don't know, he, f- he feels the need for some catharsis from his axe. The three of you gets the four of them, he's... yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the three of you charge into them uh, with swords yeah. and axes. Um, and yeah, we'll just do the attacks here. Ooh, does that hit? That does hit. Cool. Uh, and you kill one. Uh, Elmo kills one. Um, and Alan is going to probably kill one. I'm going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys just cut all through into them, just like all, just slice them apart. Um, and you just see almost like a flash of anger in Alan. Um, and the last one just sort of puts his hands up and Alan just cuts through his hands and his head. <laughs> um, and he just falls down dead. Um, and oh shit, Alan, I was going to try and interrogate him, but never mind. Yeah, Alan just sort of turns his head to you. He says, uh, sorry, boss. I, uh, just lost no, it there a little I bit. understand. <laughs> um, and I get it. Bari and Bari, Naomi, uh, and the guards sort of catch up behind you guys. Uh, Elmo kind of looks to Bari with a grin, just says, oh, well, nice of you to join us. And Bari just goes like, whatever. Um, well, uh, we got him, boss? Yeah, I think we got him. Um, we better bring these acolytes back to Jeru. Yeah, and um, you guys go over. The Atlas is like, please just get us off this thing. Um, and you go over and you pick them up. You cuff the, uh, you cut off the ropes. Um, it looks like some of the guards sort of pick up, pick them up by the, by the arms, sort of drag them back. Um, Naomi tends them with her healing. Um, and uh, Elmo says, uh, "Boss, should we go check out what happened with that fire, or what do you want to do?" Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We, we could do. I, I think that was a distraction, personally, but um, I would suppose we better make sure. Um, yeah, so you guys you guys head north to the grove. Um, it looks like um, it looks like Jeru uh, has just sort of rounded up some of the bodies uh, of the both the acolytes and, and the attackers in different groups um, and is going around tending to the wounds of the still-living acolytes. A lot of them are scared. You see a lot of peasants have come down. Um, lots of people are just basically in the area now, sort of just tending to all the wounded. Um, and, uh, Jeru sees you and he says, uh, did you, did you see where they came from? Um, no, no, we didn't. We've just come out of the, the Beckenham bench and saw some chaos to the north. So of course we came south and, uh, spotted you had some trouble here. They, they, they came out of nowhere. They, there was so many of them. Thank, thank you so much for coming here in time. I, I don't know what would have happened without you guys. Oh, um, have you, have you seen those black things before? No, I no, have no I. idea what those creatures were. Anyway, um, we'll, be, we'll be back shortly. We're just going to head on up north. There's a fire or something up there. Not sure if it was a distraction or, um, I don't know, maybe there were two groups. Yeah, and so he says, yeah, he just nods to you and goes back to tend to the wounded. Um, I'm going to say that as you guys sort of go go north a little bit, um, Wanalon is in, in, is in his full gear uh, and he runs down with, like, with a sword and everything else. And he says, oh... There you guys are. Uh, can I help? Uh, well, hopefully we're going to head north and uh, we might have a bit more action up there. Okay. Um, Naomi uh, says to you, uh, uh, I just need to get my gear first, boss, and I'll be ready to go. Um, yeah, no and problem. she goes off. Well, you can catch up. Yeah. And Alan, Alan goes and grabs the horses. Um, and do you want to give me a nose check, Martin? Yeah. Something is afoot, is it? Ooh, ten. Nice. Um, and you notice from the east, um, you're noticing um, more smoke. 
um, from the other side of the, like, the other road, like, towards the moat house. Um, and this one looks like a much bigger fire, like, a much bigger call in the Ooh. smoke coming from that way. Um, Alan, go and tell Naomi not to go north. We're going we're gonna to head over east. I don't want to go up there on our own. Yeah, he, uh, he nods and just sort of gallops after to wherever she went. Um, and the others just get their stuff together. Uh, uh, Elmo goes and grabs all his gear. Everybody, basically, everybody grabs their gear and gets their horses together and ready. Um, and everybody's basically outside the beckoning bench. Um, good to go. Uh, it's to give the roll call here. It's you, Elmo, Bari, Alan, Naomi, and Wanalon. Uh, and Wanalon, yeah. I'm going to, he's now going to show in your hireling ah. list. There you go. Perfect. Um, but yeah. So, um, that is the group. Uh, so you guys are heading east? Yes. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, you head east, um, and you travel for about 10 minutes. Um, we'll go back to the region map here. Yep. Um, and you head east, and there's that fork um, in the road, and usually you, you guys take the, the bottom one past the moat yep. house. Um, but the smoke looks like it's coming from the north fork, Probably okay. about, like I said, about 10 minutes away or so. Um, and mm. do you want... I'm assuming you're going that way. Yeah. If there's a bit of tree cover, there seems to be... I know the map's not, like, tree accurate or anything, but no, if there's no, a bit of tree... All. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a bit of tree cover, we'll probably just sort of uh, burn it up that road as quick as possible. But when we get to what looks like nearby, we'll probably try and sort of divert okay. off into the trees and... Be a little bit stealthy. Obviously, you want to get there quickly, but sounds good. Do you want to just give me a sneak check uh, without mm. your cloak? Because it's sort of more of a yeah. group sneak check as you guys yeah. head up. We're not being particularly sneaky. We're just being careful, sneaky. Yep, that's uh, a nine. Nice. Yeah. So you you first go um, just full gallop up the road, um, and then you start to as you get closer, start to go on the side there and slow down just a little bit enough where you won't be immediately noticed. Um, yeah. And you're getting closer in the smoke now. You really, you really can't smell the smoke. Um, like it's all like through the air. Um, you probably smell what's uh, maybe the smells of what's like spices and meat. Um, and you hear screams coming from the north. And as you take like just a little bit of a bend, um, you see what looks like um, a whole caravan is on fire. Um, you see guards fighting back what looks like more of these humanoid creatures. Like, none of these seem to have any kind of, like, uniform look to them. There's no, like, not everybody has hoods. Some have, some have hoods, yeah. some have armor on. Um, everybody's just in different different stuff. Um, the part that's probably the most um, horrifying to you, or at least most alarming, um, is that also attacking this, this group is what looks like some sort of hill giant. Um, it has a massive club, and as you guys turn the corner, you see it swing and just crush two, two of the guards. Um, it looks like the merchants and their families and, you know, whoever else is being dragged off and thrown onto more of these wolf horse creatures. Um, it looks like about four or five of them are taken, and that creature just goes off to the north, um, out of the dis or like into the distance. Um, and the rest of the guards, maybe about three or four of them are left out of probably like originally maybe ten, um, are just trying to sort of hold their own. Uh, what do you want to mm. do, Martin? I think we're going to go for the hill giant. Yeah. Let's go big or go home. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Um, just give me, uh, just give me initiative here. Um, they don't see you yeah. just yet. Um, I would say, um, I would say you can probably get one. Oh, okay. They're going first once this goes off. Interesting. Um, 
I would say you can probably get at least some ranged sneak attacks. Um, yeah. Not not like execution attacks or anything, but sneak attacks, yeah. and then it'll be the uh, the combat as you guys gallop in. Um, so, do you want to give me? I'm assuming you're going to be going for a bow attack against the oh, hill yes. giant. Yep. All right. Um, and yeah. Bari Elmo um, Alan Alan is just has a sword out. He's he's getting ready just to charge with that. Um, Naomi does not have any range weapons, um, though she does. Oh no, she already used. Um, one spell today. Uh, let's see here. Nice. Okay, other good damage or good little bit. So another plus plus one on that one. So that oh, so cool. there's four. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Um. Go and back and try and find the other two arrows. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> uh, will say you got that one back because the the night gun okay. just kind of like turned into whatever. So I'd say you get that one back, the, uh, yeah. the magical one. Um. Oh, and Bari will fire off his bow. Nice his crossbow. We need some big numbers. Oh no. Um, okay. Um they both hit. Um overall your damage was okay. Um you do he just goes like Urgh! um as these arrows go straight into him, into his chest, and he turns towards you guys, um, as well as some of the guards do. Um but yeah. Um it seems like he's still alive and Sorry, should I grab the monster book? That's cool. Um, all right, nice. This is interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. there we go. All right, so um, they are going first, um, and for their turn, uh, let's see here. Where are they? There they are. Um. Oh, actually, Bari's attack missed, but your two, uh, uh, your yeah. two attacks did hit. Um, okay. Uh, it looks like for their turn, all the enemies, I'm going to say, I believe it's about um, a hill giant, and I'm going to say six of the regular humanoid enemies. Um, for their turn, I'm not going to do any rolls, um, but they wipe out the rest of the four guards who have held out. Okay. Um, and I would say there's probably maybe only like three merchants left who are just cowering uh, in the middle between like the, the blazing wagons. Yeah. Um, and so that's their turn. And then the hill giant for his turn uh, is also going to move down towards you guys uh, and just start running yeah. as fast as it can, which is not very fast. It more lumbers towards <laughs> you than, than really running. Um, okay. Um, I would say that it closes enough of a gap um, that it's not in melee range. Or sorry, it's not in melee range with you guys. Um, but on your turn, yeah. you guys can get in melee range with it or fire your yeah. range weapons at it. Um, so I think... Uh, Griff is going to go for another arrow attack. Okay. And I think he's going to say, "Hey, Alan, um, you hang back a bit. This thing's not uh, not on us yet." Um, Baria, Elmo, shoot your bows. Okay. Um. Sorry, what did you say you wanted Alan to do? Uh, just hang back. Hang back. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Alan just sticks with the group. Um, one one also does not have a range weapon, so he sort of stays near the back. Um, uh, so I'd say probably Alan, Naomi, and one one are kind of a little bit together. Alan probably yeah. bring up the middle more than anything, uh, and Elmo and Bari fire off their attacks. Okay. Oh, there you go. That's a nice hit. Ooh, real Bari, nice hit. Bari's hit something for once. Real nice. Excellent. Hit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so this thing's taking some good damage already. Perfect. Um, 
so yeah, so you uh, you guys hit hit a little bit. Elmo doesn't. You do. Nice, nice. That's good. Some good stuff. All right. Um, so that's um that's your turn, I think, for the yep. most part. Yeah. Um, and then for their turn, um, the hill giant who's who's in the front is. Are you in the front? Um, yeah. Or who would you say? Yeah. Okay. Probably Elmo and uh, and Griff. Barry Elmo probably and... slightly behind, and then you've got Alan, Wanalon, and uh, sounds Naomi. good to me. Yeah. All right. Um, you see, um, for their turn, um, the the creatures um, that are at the wagon, um, they see you guys, um, and instead of taking these people, they just slit their throats and then uh-huh. just start running north, um, while the hill giant keeps advancing on you guys. Um, so they just start to run off into the woods in the distance, um, and you just see like the merchants who are there just kind of bleed out and start to die. Uh, and then the hill giant's going to go against you guys. Naomi, see if you can sort those merchants out, if it's not too late. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best, boss, once we can get to them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he's going to attack you. Ooh. But and he's going is... to miss on that. But I'm going to say... I'm going to say for the shock damage, it's probably going to be like four. But you have a shield, Ooh. right? Yes. So you can just you can just ignore it anyway for this turn. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, you just hold your shield up, and it almost you feel just like the force go from your arm into your body mm-hmm. as this massive club just smashes into uh, into your entire body. You're able to hold off um, against the against this creature, but uh, you can feel the absolute strength in this in this giant. Is that it? Is that all you got? <laughs> and he just goes, uh, and then he does a swing onto Alan. Or sorry, Elmo, not Alan. Elmo, yeah. Uh, but nope, same thing. Um, and uh, Elmo, Elmo, I think actually is immune to shock damage, if I'm not mistaken. So I cool. don't know if it matters for him to. Uh, oh no, he does. Uh, he's, I'm just gonna give him. A little bit of damage, a little bit of, a little bit of damage from that, because um, he does not have her thing out. All right, uh, it's back to you guys. Uh, so Elmo says, "You're you're not very good at this. I want you, I want you to meet my friend. His name is Ari the Andax." And then <laughs> just... I love it. Ooh, does that nice. Uh, yeah, that d- actually just Ooh. hits. Ooh. Uh, nice, another, another little bit of damage. Uh, Elmo uh, drops his bow um, and swings with his big war axe. Um, he's going to miss on the hit, um, but he is going to get seven shock damage. So there's that. Um, oh yeah, and you know what? He could. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if he hits, he's only doing too much, two more damage. So he's not going to make that a hit. He's probably going to wait for a better one. Um, I'm going to say Alan decides to sort of go against your orders, and he moves <laughs> forward um, and tries to stab this thing. Um, and though he does... Uh, he's going to he's gonna make that a hit, though. Uh, he comes in and slices it. It's still alive. Um, and then Bari just kind of aims down um, his crossbow, and you see him just sort of, like, trying to go for the head. Ooh, that's a hit. And that's a dead hill giant. Um, as you, all four of you together, kind of just slice into this over and over again. And it's just like losing control as it's trying to get all of you. Um, but is basically swarmed completely by the four of you. 
Remember, don't kill it. We've got to interrogate. Oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just sort of falls over and dies. Um, Naomi uh, bolts past you guys on her horse um, and jumps off next to the, the merchants. Um, you see her, uh, sort of her, uh, the tips of her fingers turn blue. Um, but she looks back towards you and just sort of sullenly shakes her head. Um, it looks like they're already gone. And then when you did the best you could, ah, these things happen. These things happen. And, uh, so are the little humanoids, have they disappeared completely now? Yeah, in this, in the time that yeah. you guys have been still fighting, they've just, they disappeared into the, into the land. And they didn't have anyone with them, did they? They were just, they, they just left. Yeah. They they yeah. just left the the people who were taken were left right before that like in the first the first little yeah. moment and then they they left afterwards once they saw you guys and then the hill giant kind of just held you guys back probably yeah. not on purpose the hill giant did not seem smart enough to do that <laughs> uh, it seems like it just sort of more worked out that way yeah so there's no no point in really chasing after them no I mean you you guys can try and get to the to the temple if you want but that's mostly yeah. going to be another a whole other thing right because they still have yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> whatever who knows what else you'll meet so it's up to you if you want to do that if you want to see what else is up there but if you want to head back to the town and see if the town's okay it's up to you as well i think we should do that we'll have a quick look on the giant and just see if we can see any kind of telltale signs like a little i don't know maybe an amulet or um yeah i would say or, yeah. i would say um probably where uh bari pulls the bolt out of his head um you see it has that same sort of um yellow like triangle um, stamped onto its forehead that you uh, saw on okay. some of the undead, as well as like on some of the, like the uniforms um, in yep. the Earth Temple. The bloody Earth guys again. Um, and Griff will take out the Earth cloak that uh, he managed to get last time, and just have a look and match the symbols. Yeah, yeah it looks like you see that there is a, the same sort of symbol on your uh, on your um, cloak. Oh, this will never do. This will never do. Um, uh, he's not too proud, so Griff's going to have a, a quick look in the merchant caravans just yeah. to make sure. Uh, I mean, it would be a shame to leave any valuables out in the road where <laughs> all and sundry could get them, wouldn't it? So, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Naomi kind of gives you a bit of a look, um, but doesn't stop you from uh, from going through uh, the merchant stuff. Um, it's still burning, so it seems like a lot of the stuff that's there is still like on fire. Um, over the stuff that isn't, you kind of check out. Yeah. Um, it looks like if they had any lock boxes or anything like that, um, it was probably taken um, with them. Yeah. Um, but you do see a few bags of spices and a few other things that might be worth something to somebody. Maybe, maybe the innkeeper or uh, yeah. maybe somebody in the merchant. Well, look, we done. Better try and put these fires out. And oh, look, look, let's see if we can. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, take these goods off. And they they might be useful <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> yeah, he's not you, very convincing. Yeah, no, you do that. The others help you take that stuff off because I mean, most of them believe like there's no point letting stuff waste. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Wanalon's probably almost too eager to help you uh, unload <laughs> these uh, these these caravans. Um, you notice him sort of pocketing some of the spice bags into his into his little like sack on his back. Um, but the rest seems to be all accounted for um, and attached to the saddle bags. Um, it seems like the wagons are pretty much lost. The fires have taken them over completely. All the timber is already burning, um, and it's probably best to leave these until they, you know, till the fires go out. Oh, well, that's not what I expected to happen. But um, I suppose Turgeon gets another day of rest. Right, let's um, let's head back to the village and uh, 
God, hopefully it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you you head back to the village, um, and it looks like a lot of the guards are out on your side, like on that side of the of the of the, of, uh, of the exit, the two exits out there. Um, and you guys ride past them and you see more guards have come back from the other fire. Um, and you just hear him saying that it seems like it was just a decoy, the one in the north. Um, but as you know, with at least the one that you were at, it was an actual merchant uh, yeah. caravan that got hit. Um, and you start seeing them sort of racking up the amount of dead. It seems like between all the different groups of missing and dead, um, people seem to be going around trying to get names and accounting for who is not here and who's there. Um, and it seems like, at least so far, it seems like between the caravans and the people, maybe about 10 or 15 people are, are missing, but still very mm-hmm. unclear right now. Um, because some people are mentioning that it seems like people have been taken from their homes as well um, amidst all the chaos. Um, and so there's still lots of almost panic and hysteria going out throughout the crowds as everybody's sort of talking and uh, asking. And some people say, we have to go and go to the temple. And others are like, it's way too dangerous. We can't do that. Um, and some of them are saying, we should get the help from Sunny Fields. Perhaps they'll help us. And people are just arguing back and forth between um, who should who should do what. Um and then uh, Rufus comes out in front of the crowd and just basically tells everybody to, like, everybody shut up. We're going to figure out what's going on with this. Um, we're going to be hiring some of the mercenaries who keep coming through town to help us with this. We're going to find out who's missing. Do not panic. Everything will be fine. We will double guard duty. Just go back to your homes. Make sure everything's fine where you are at. And we will let you know what's going to happen next. Um, and people sort of quiet down at this. The guards kind of start shoving people back to their homes, that sort of thing. Um, and Rufus uh, goes to, to you, and he says, uh, we're going to need to do a council meeting. We're going to summon a council tonight. Um, I want you to be there. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think that'll be a good idea. Um, I might, uh, I'm sure you know your business better than I do, but um, I would stage guards around the village, right, right on the perimeter, because they, they snuck in... Um, into the grove there with Jeru. So, um, yeah, I think you should, um, you know, maybe, you know, in pairs, maybe threes if you've got enough men. Um, and, and you want some little fires as well. So if, if there's anything kicks off, you can you can make the thing burn and, you know, everyone, all the other guards can come and uh, and raise some assistance, that kind of thing. Yeah, and you, you hear from behind you, hear, yes, he's right, we need to do more. I will put down some, some little alarms down near the... Uh near the grove and you see that uh burns behind you now first time you've seen him outside of his tower um and he says uh we'll talk more at the council about what we need to do next but i'll make sure to do that and rufus you should listen to him and uh you see burn walks off towards the south um you see him just doing little small spells here and there and you see like little like little lights almost like little firebugs or little fireflies kind of like mm-hmm. coming out of his hands going sort of flying lazily around um, the town, uh, you seem to sort of almost going out a little bit, like little, little sentries. Um, and Rufus, uh, gives you a nod and walks off and you see what looks like the town elder. He looks like an older man. Um, he seems to be sort of like salt and pepper hair. Um, perhaps maybe like in his sixties or seventies. Um, he seems to be, uh, totally followed by like four different guards. Um, and you see basically just a bunch of commotion as people are cleaning stuff up. Um, and it seems like, uh, before he departs, I will say that Rufus says uh, the town meeting will be in two hours. Um, and he also points to some other adventurers that you see nearby and tells them that they're going to be there as well. And you can tell, by the way, he's talking. He's not asking people. He's telling them mm-hmm. that they're going to be there kind of thing. Um, and that's where we're going to end off the session, Martin. Ooh. 
<laughs> well, that was excellent. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to, to today's session yeah. just because of how things are starting to go ramp up a little bit here in town. That was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> good job, too. You uh, you did you guys did a good mm. job. Um, that hill giant too was a. Uh, this 2d8 on an attack so i was like oh my god it's a good thing you guys are able to sort of hold off the attacks there a bit because uh (laughs) (laughs) how many hit points has elmo got again i forget uh elmo is at 17 out of 24 Mm. Um, okay so both elmo and griff could take a hit at max damage but nobody else i don't think yeah pretty pretty yeah yeah yeah. especially not somebody like naomi who's down to six hit points um yeah everybody else is okay (laughs) Um, Wanalon's level three, so he's okay. He's at nineteen. Um, oh wow! Okay, cool. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an experienced adventurer. Um, but yeah, thank you so I don't much. Trust and, him. Um, There's something something sketchy about Wanalon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't trust gnomes. <laughs> but um, gnome way. They, no way god damn it right. <laughs> some way you had to do it um but thank you guys so much for watching i hope you guys enjoyed this this uh pretty crazy episode um i'm looking forward to seeing what happens next um as things are starting to heat up a little bit around here but thank you so much martin that was an absolute blast yeah. it was nice to play again <laughs> um and we'll see you guys next week cheers guys